0: So what's what's new in politics today?
1: <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> nothing is new in politics today. I mean, that, the thing that's been bothering me through this entire election cycle is, like, I just keep coming back to the movie Bob Roberts because it there's just so much of it happening right now.
2: I, I Cheryl, I, I hate to say this, I. I don't know what that movie is. I, I feel like, like I know a lot of movies and I have no idea what that movie like is. Like you've
3: never even heard of it? <laughs> Literally never heard of
0: that movie. I've heard of it, but uh, wow. I've never seen it.
2: I can That's... tell you what
4: the video cover looks like because I remember seeing it, but I've, I've never watched that film myself.
0: <laughs> okay, seriously, like I had the poster for that movie in the bathroom hallway for at least a decade. Like I love the movie, and I have it on Laserdisc. Interesting laser choice. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's weird but it's 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 Tim Robbins wrapped up in the American flag as Bob Roberts. So, okay, you like seriously, you guys haven't even heard of it, most of you. Nope. Some of you. Crazy. No. So, uh well, it fits the political climate right now, so I guess it's on your list. Is it on your list? You have to say it's on my list, right? Is it on <laughs> my list? It's on my list. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you it's on your list. It's on my list.
1: Yes, <laughs> it's
2: on my list.
1: <laughs>
5: I'm Alisa, and I have not seen Pop Roberts.
2: I'm Andrew, and I had not seen Bob Roberts.
3: I'm Bethany, and I have not seen
0: Bob Roberts. I am Cheryl, and I have seen Bob Roberts.
4: I am Joe, and Cheryl made me watch Bob Roberts. <laughs> <laughs> and this is It's On My List.
2: Hey, everyone listening. Uh, we're recording this, and the election results are not in yet
0: right uh, <laughs> it is the November day 4th. yes the day after the election
2: and uh maybe when we you're are. listening to it the election results may not be in yet uh that's true yes,
0: we are i'm looking it up right now to make sure yes we're still at 253 biden 213 trump uh, with a few states not yet finished yeah so in any manner
2: if If something happens during recording, we might mention it <laughs> uh, but but we otherwise, might. otherwise, that's where we are in the world. We are uh, in limbo so that that really I think is going to color our discussion here yeah. I think so
0: I'm sure I'm sure it will yes so uh, Ch-
2: I- Cheryl, I need to know. Everything. Like how did you how did you <laughs> find this movie? Good, how did good the movie because find you? I, I was I about know.
0: to tell you everything, so that's perfect. Uh yeah, so this movie came out in ninety two, uh, which was one year after I graduated college. And I was that was very much in my seeing at least fifty two different movies a year, period. And so and this came out uh, I think it was yeah. I read an article. It was just after Tim Robbins starred in The Player, which is another movie I loved. I only, I recently watched about half of it. I haven't finished it yet, but uh, that's a Hollywood movie, uh, weird thing. But uh, that like everybody in the world was in. But. Uh, So I was into Tim Robbins at the time, you know, I loved him in that movie. So when this came out, I was like, yeah, Tim Robbins, I'll go. It looks interesting. And and he directed it and he wrote it and it's his first time directing a a movie. And uh, so I went to see it wherever it was playing. I don't know. It could have been down in South Coast Orange County. I went down there for things all the time because it didn't have a huge release as far as I recall. Uh, and I was reading some articles that said, you know, it was only out for a month, but I know I saw it multiple times, at least twice, probably more. Couldn't say for sure on this one. Um, and yeah, I just, I I loved it. I just, it worked. And, you know, I went to, see, watching it in 1992, it was, uh, it was definitely satire Uh, and uh, which it may not be anymore, and uh, it really was, it took everything that was happening politically at that period and took it to an extreme. So watching it, I was like, oh my god, like I, I could, I could see the nugget of truth in it. And I was like, oh, this is such a comment on politics today. It's so, it's so right. But in a million years, I didn't think it was showing me where we would be precisely in 2020.
2: <laughs> I, I also wa- want to note, so the, the film is set up as kind of a, a faux a doc- documentary.
0: Yeah, a documentary, yeah, by Terry Manchester. Hmm. Good old Terry Manchester. <laughs> uh,
2: he, and that, he becomes a, a character in the film. Yes, yes. He, we see him interviewing the different subjects. He, he Sometimes he talks a little bit to camera. Uh, but yeah and then it's also supposed to be because of the documentary style it's saying the events in the film uh begin in nineteen ninety right i yeah. i i i wanna just say i i think i think that's like so kind of well thought out to if you're going to pretend you're a documentary you have to set the events you know a little before sure like yeah it it makes it it, like i i have to wonder like in would, would do you think someone in the theater was really thinking did this happen was <laughs> think, maybe oh, up to a point yeah
0: yeah if you weren't familiar with with tim robbins you know and somebody just dragged you into that movie you might have thought mm-hmm. oh is this for real and yeah but it was so there were aspects of it that in 1992 were so extreme you know things that didn't exist yet that it it was funny and that that's the thing for me seeing it in 92 and remembering that there was stuff I laughed at uh, you know even while it was making a a very valid point it was so far beyond where we were it was it was humorous and then watching it again now and I haven't seen it I mean, I, I have it on Laserdisc, but I don't, you know, watch Laserdiscs, uh, really. <laughs> uh, I mean, I have the players. Don't stick them in, right? But so I probably haven't seen this movie in like 25 years because it's been very difficult to find. You know, there it, it, it it's it, any like the only place I've seen it on DVD doesn't look like it's actually what you're getting. Uh, it's really iffy. And, and you know, the only reason we were able to watch it for this is that and and thank you. Andres Jones of Radio 8-Ball podcast, Uh, he talked about it on his show and somehow, I honestly don't know how, he put the entire movie on Vimeo. So for as long as it's there, you can go watch it. And uh, so sitting and watching it again now in 2020 in the midst of this election it was a very different experience. Like, I remember sitting in the theater watching it, there were musical cues that were so familiar to me, like, oh yeah, I remember this part, I remember this like the back of my hand, but the the experience of what I was seeing was so different because it went from humorous to way too real. (laughs) And I just like, oh my God, like watching it, I'm like, this was made 28 years ago and it it's like it's like the trump administration just watched it and used it as a playbook it it's like note for note it's crazy
2: he so the the character of bob roberts is kind of a caricature of like a, a up and coming republican like, Yes. right like that's, yeah, that's like
0: the a best young, way to describe it yeah young like he, he He's he's yeah young guy who kind of like his his mother his parents were hippies mostly his mother <laughs> I, love, I love the and, origin
3: story <laughs> yes
0: she's like this isn't what we wanted him to be uh, was, yes yeah, rebellious <laughs> and, and then you know he put himself into military school by forging one of his mother's checks uh, and and then went into to went to what was it, Harvard Yale one of the two yeah um, and and. Is studied business and so he's he's been a businessman but very much like that 80s greed well, businessman
2: but then he is also a country right singer.
0: right yes. well folk singer yeah he's a folk singer but his songs are like the songs are this is what i really love i think in this movie is the songs are so good like they're they're yeah. done so well But the lyrics are horrendous. Like, it's such a conservative, like, just talking about hanging drug users and, like, these horrible things. (laughs) It's so contradictory
3: for a folk song. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, well, and I I know we'll get to it, but I think probably my favorite part of the movie and when i saw it like i knew it was gonna be whoops i knew it was gonna be my favorite part um <laughs> it's when he he goes on the the good morning philadelphia show yes and the, the host like before they start rolling it's just like i hate you and everything you stand for oh my god yeah yes and but, then, but then they interview her in her dressing room at the end she's like he's taken this thing and turned it inside out and it's brilliant and he's terrifying
0: <laughs> yes and she She's, she calls him yes. a, Mach- a machiavellian machiavellian poser it's hard yes. to say machiavellian yes. but uh yes that picture
2: is fantastic i that oh, whole yes. little scene i love oh, so much oh so good i'm uh, trying to uh, find it in my copious notes Thigpen
0: yes who we uh, all know plays, from Carmen San Diego
2: yeah who uh, the character's <laughs> name is Kelly Noble and uh, they I wrote down like several quotes from her just because yes I, I was like this this woman is my hero I don't know what, she she um, there's a part where Bob Roberts after the interview says you know what happened to you know you're you're supposed to be objective you're a journalist and she says you're not talking objectivity you're talking ignorance Mm -hmm. Like that it's and it's so that that whole back and forth is so much more relevant today uh, than it than I think it was then somehow. And uh, it's brilliant. I don't know.
0: Yeah. She tells him you want Americans to cast their votes based on hatred and ignorance. Uh, And then, yeah, in the dressing room, she she says he's you know, he's playing this role. He's the rebel conservative. That is deviant brilliance. What a Machiavellian poser. Yeah, it's such a yeah, it's a fantastic scene just because she so clearly states what's happening there Mm
3: -hmm. and i like that it was so early on because like i I think i obviously like as soon as the movie opens you're like all right this is gonna be weird um (laughs) (laughs) but but i don't know it 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 almost feels kind of like the ethos for the rest of the film like it kind of sets Mm -hmm. you up it's like watch out for this because this is what's going to happen and then it does
0: (laughs) and i just i want to point out like the people who are in this movie and one I I just I read an interview from 2017 with Tim Robbins um, talking about the movie and and him saying that um, they were able to get so many people in it because they had them play things like newscasters and things which they could come in and do in a day or two so they could fit it in their schedules no problem but the but the the person who allowed them to make the movie by signing on Um, it was Alan Rickman because he was just coming off of Die Hard and he was very popular and the studios wanted him in the movies. And so when he signed on for a small part, but he he said to Tim Robbins, this is a movie that needs to be made. And so having him sign on, then the financing came through at last for it because they'd been trying for a long time and they thought they had it and then it went away. And then having him come in that That sealed the deal. So he's like, he's responsible for that. But but you have, you've got Tim Robbins, Giancarlo Esposito, and this was the first movie that I really paid attention to him in. He was in Spike Lee movies before that, which I saw some of, but it just, he didn't hit me. Until this one, where I was like, "Oh, this dude is cool." Uh, <laughs> uh, you do You've get. You've clearly up-
4: never seen Maximum Overdrive then, because he gets attacked by a pinball machine. <laughs> Remembered that. Nice.
0: <laughs> I have not seen it. That should. That's on my list, I think, because I keep hearing it talked about so much. Uh, There's Ray Wise, who if you don't know his name, you'll recognize him from absolutely everything. Gore Vidal as Mm -hmm. Senator Brickley Pace, who Bob is running against. You get David Strathairn, who's one of my all-time favorites. Uh, James Spader, Pam Reed, Helen Hunt, Peter Gallagher, Lynn Thigpen, who we talked about. Jack Black in his first movie role i loved Jack. it was amazing ba- baby, jack <laughs> black. Uh, yes, baby jack black yes baby jack uh susan sarandon uh fred ward fisher stevens john cusack bob balaban uh and a, a uh, lot of
2: these in just one scene one yes or two mm-hmm. scenes. yes uh, it's uh, it's really fantastic to it, like the way that this movie's put together they're able to get all of all of this talent into yeah. like just little tiny You know, oh, right here, right here, right here. A different newscast, a different um, talking head segment, a different political advisor. Like, it's it's, well, and It's it's
0: amazing to me, like, the people that I now know from other things and then coming back and going, like, Jack Black. I had no idea that was Jack Black in this movie. Uh, But now going back, like, oh, my God. And then Lee Ehrenberg, who was Pintel in the Pirates of the Caribbean movies, has this just recurring little tiny piece as one of Bob's worshippers you know and and then you even get Epstein from Welcome Back Cotter in a in a scene like it's great (laughs) like the cast you just go oh my god that person oh my gosh them oh my gosh it's really cool to, Mm -hmm. to see it now
4: so I don't know about everyone else but Elisa and I watched this on election eve (laughs)
0: Oh, no. <laughs> yeah well i so. i did i i did my, my note taking <laughs> last week but then i rewatched it just to watch it on election night so yeah
4: yeah, it played like a
3: horror movie. I have to yes. say.
0: Yes, it does. I did well. <laughs> I did the first levels. half.
3: I did the first half election eve, and then I finished it today. Um, so as we're waiting for results, I finished that it, which I don't know. That's do. better or worse, but uh, yeah, not, yeah. <laughs> I. That's. Uh,
2: yeah, I think I really want to. Um, it's it's a weird thing because to hear you know, Cheryl, when we were talking about doing this episode, it was kind of the, and, and, and reading about this movie, you kind of hear about, oh, you know, it's, it's like it predicted Trump And but to, the weird thing is like, to me, Bob Roberts is like way smarter than Trump. Oh yeah. Oh I. yeah. Yeah. Like, so absolutely. I, I think he, like Bob Roberts in this film is, is kind of the mastermind. Like he knows oh, yeah. exactly what he's doing. And he, yes, he has an ego and yes, all that other stuff. But and also like the other thing is he has talent. He can sing
3: and play yes. guitar. <laughs> yes. Good job, Tim. I, yes. I, like when I first started, I'm like, is that him? Somebody? It is. And he's yes. and him and his brother are the sons of Gil Robbins, who is uh, one of the highwaymen.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, musical family, which I didn't know until reading more about the movie, too. So, yeah. But yeah. I think his, his brother the, wrote the songs with him. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it it but in that in that weird way, the way that the Republican Party is now for whatever godforsaken reason, uh <laughs> it's it it is the the kind of the cult of personality is what yes. what comes through. It's the idea that people the 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 Jack Black character is obsessed <laughs> with Bob Roberts. Like he
0: Yeah, like uh, obsessed. Yeah, there yes. are three guys, him and two other guys who are like, yeah, this mm-hmm. is the he's their god. Yeah. Mhm.
2: Yeah. It's, uh, and, and I think that's where the, the comparison really shines through.
0: Yes. Uh, yeah, especially like it, it, in one of the final scenes, you have the three of them there, mm-hmm. you know, uh, with a group of other people gazing up at Bob's hotel window. And, and Jack Black's character has Bob inked in on his forehead a la Manson. And, yeah. Mm. uh, yeah, that's disturbing, but you, you kind of, you see it. And, and, um,
2: well even the earlier there's an earlier before that there's the scene where they a mob basically forms of of Bob yes. Bob Roberts supporters because they want to attack someone who they yeah. believe has hurt Bob Roberts it's it's yes. truly terrifying because yep. you know we we've seen the news now this is mm-hmm. these are things that yeah. we've right. seen
0: well like, and they even on the way like it, it, so Giancarlo Esposito plays Bugs Raplin John Alija Raplin goes by Bugs Raplin who's an independent reporter uh who's kind of on to a a scandal with bob uh, uh, we'll get into that but uh but yeah so they find out it, it, there's a thing that happens we'll get to that too but they um they find out where this guy is at this police precinct and so they go to get him as a mob but they take the time to stop along the way and beat someone else up uh <laughs> Who, I, I, I can't ever see him well enough, but I think that he wa- he did appear to be maybe Arab in background in some manner, you know, uh, an Arab-American. And and so they stopped to beat him up. Because, and it's like, well, yeah, that's happening. That's been happening since 9-11, right? So that's... Like, but he did this before that, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it, it, during the Iran Contra things, and you're after that, and because that figures into the movie too. But, but you get this moment near the end, um, where where the documentary filmmakers it asks these young men, "Why do you like Bob Roberts?" And they say, you know, because he. One of them says, "Because he's righteous. He sticks up for you," uh, and then he asked well in what way does he stick up for you and uh, it's jack black's character that says he believes in america he believes in making money being rich he's not one of those sensitive liberals that makes you feel responsible for everything that's gone wrong and i'm like well that's <laughs> that's exactly where we are right now right it's like there it is <laughs> like wow that he just he, he nailed everything in this movie like it's it's insane
4: I think that scene is where my stomach dropped like I was on a roller coaster. And I was like, man, tomorrow's going to be a long haul.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, because you realize, yeah, that this is this is exactly today.
2: The other thing that very felt extremely familiar of, you know, pr- pretty recent politics, but I, I think what it was it was uh, parodying at the time was like kind of new at the time and novel was this idea of if you just keep repeating a false scandal about right. your opponent, mm-hmm. then the news will just yeah. keep repeating that for you. And it doesn't matter what the truth was. As long as you keep right. repeating the scandal, that's false. They'll keep yeah. reporting on you saying yeah, the that's, scandal. All, that's, false.
0: that's all they ever had. Yeah. Cause, cause here you've got Senator Brickley paste and he's been in office a long while. And and he's trying like in their in their uh, debate, you know, he's trying to focus on issues. And but the only thing that the Roberts campaign has against him is this this scandal that they've made up where they've edited a photo down to make it look like he's dropping, off, you know, dropping off a teenage girl from his car. And he's like, he says, if you saw the whole photograph, you'd see my granddaughter was in the back seat the it was her friend mm-hmm. and i was giving them a lift you know so there's nothing here but it just as the movie goes on you just every newscast you just hear it again and mm-hmm. this scandal this scan that's all they've got but it works right mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like oh my well,
4: even if i remember correctly <laughs> the way the news reports it Starts off as like, oh, this is a rumor. This is a rumor, and then the longer we get into the movie, it's more from my memory. They start reporting it as if it's truthful fact.
0: Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's, it's just, they say it's yeah. a
2: fact, and then they say, you know, why isn't he answering? And he, every time he just says it's not true. <laughs>
0: like right. Yeah. yeah. Which is exactly how things are done now. Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: well, it's it's the idea, and then that even plays into you know as the plot goes on, they just they figure out how to throw a scandal. In front of one of their own problems to cover it up.
0: There's a scene where Bob Roberts and his crew come into this building and they're lost. They've come in the wrong door. It's, it's your it's kind of the, spinal tap oh, moment. Yes, yeah. the Hello yeah, they, Cleveland. They're yeah. trying to go to a. It's backstage
2: <laughs> at a beauty pageant. Yes, and it is shot beautifully. Like it mm-hmm. is truly, it is a like a single take where it's just this camera person is following. Uh, Bob Roberts as he's trying to get somewhere, and they just keep turning. They have to turn around. around the corridors. camera has to turn around.
0: Right. Yeah. yeah Bugs is <laughs> like, trying to.
2: He's trying to get like a little quote, so he has a little microphone that he's holding out, and he's like, "Why, you know, why won't you answer?" Yeah, and he's
0: yeah, and he's 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 saying to him because he's saying the Bob is part of this organization called Broken Dove, which is campaign. Uh, it's not his campaign manager. Alan Rickman's character, Lucas Hart the uh, Third. Yeah. Who's well, kind in- of the...
3: Yeah, at present, what is it? It's like at, they, they had gone, visited it earlier, and they're like, oh, this is a like sort of drug rehab center or like drug prevention center for kids or something right. called mm-hmm. Broken Dove, and hooray, and here's Bob Roberts, he's going to sing. And then they're like, oh, Broken Dove used to, <laughs> what was it, like take, buy old military planes and then smuggle drugs and guns into yeah. Yeah. like Yeah, yeah,
0: well, because that's what America. Bugs, <laughs> that's the scandal that Bugs is onto, is that they took out a a loan from what is now a failed savings and loan that was designed to uh it was designed to, for this broken what was it it was it was a loan to put into broken dove right like as a oh it was low-income housing that was it i should have known i worked at a <laughs> I attempted a company that did something similar uh <laughs> so they got these these from these loans from the savings and loan to ostensibly build low-income housing but they actually funneled it into buying Airplanes, which then were used for smuggling drugs, which of course they completely deny through the whole thing. But you know it's true. Uh, But he so he's he's really hounding Bob to get these answers, and and Bob says to him, uh, he keeps repeating this idea that that Bugs is doing a bad job as a reporter because reporters have to be they must be impartial, and that's not you know how it works so uh but he keeps saying this like you're bad because you're not being impartial you have a slant to what you're doing and it's like well and and bugs is trying to say to him i'm just trying to, fo- to follow up on this story i'm trying to find out what really happened and so bob just keeps you know pushing it off as you're a bad reporter you're not mm-hmm. doing what the media is supposed to do which again is exactly what's happening today <laughs> yeah keep coming back to that uh <laughs> uh I, I loved the non sequitur but i love all of the the music videos in the movie oh gosh. i mean especially early they make on me
3: cringe so hard. i write the the early
0: <laughs> ones where they're recounting his you know rise to fame as a folk singer a conservative folk singer and he's fully ripping off bob Dylan. Bob Dylan. Yes, doing the, the in the alleyway with the signs, you know, the Bob Dylan thing. That was... Wasn't that an InXS sub-
5: video?
3: Maybe. Oh, everybody, everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: I don't know. Everybody copied <laughs> Bob Dylan, but that was Subterranean <laughs> Homesick Blues where he did that with the signs in the alley. Yeah. And, uh, yeah it, which, it's Who's humorous. this Bob Dylan? that? <laughs> <Yes. laughs> <laughs> it's on so your list. So sorry. To, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but... Uh, yeah it's it's uh it's crazy the number of things he got right in this um so what i'm trying to Uh,
2: there's another strange thing that keeps happening where whenever they're on the campaign bus the team uh that is kind of a mix of like security guys but also like business guys they they're they always on the bus they have a an array of computers where they hop on and they're doing like market trades or
3: something Mm-hmm. yes they have they it's, have like a, the ticker yeah, like in the bus and they're all yeah, speaking they're, in different languages like a right to, yeah they're in cont, Tokyo and Germany yeah and like.
0: yeah and they're because the, I mean that's how he made his money right is his, his mm-hmm. stock market and and that's what at one he's point all they about. say
2: he's worth 14 million
3: dollars
0: 40 million I 40,
2: thought oh, oh, yeah,
0: yeah. Wow. it's even well, worse and I love it when the
3: <laughs> the the guy who's ostensibly making the documentary he, he sits down he's like oh so like how did you make your your fortune or whatever and then bob roberts in this really weird <laughs> runabout sort of way is like oh so all the dumb people like were <clears throat> were uh that when the crash happened all of them lost their money he's like but i had a uh, very very high paid uh, up to the minute uh, information that uh, uh, a <laughs> he's basically saying right. he was doing insider trading right <laughs> yes <laughs> but exactly. making it sound like more legit <laughs> Right. Very, very funny. Like anybody can do this.
5: The, uh, the, the mom that was introducing her, I don't know if they were all her boys, what was Jack Black Mm -hmm. uh, was saying, you know, you know, I wish I, I, if I could, I would vote for you you know, 10 times. And he's like, well, you know, you can. And she, you know, it deadpan serious. And I'm like, oh my God, this is, this is now, this is happening now. <laughs> and it's <laughs> such like, a no, long no, pause. No, I'm just kidding. It yes. is. Everybody's like, what? Really? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, no, no, I'm just kidding. You can't do that.
0: But yeah. <laughs> for a second, he thought he was going to drop some knowledge. Oh, on yeah. He can, right. How you yeah. could be voting. If he could, mm. he would. Right. So. Ugh.
2: <laughs> there's a and i think kind of another interesting thing that develops in the film, and at one point the um in the kind of uh talking head segment with the the director he's he's talking to uh senator paste yeah um and uh he the senator says you, you know the thing about Bob Roberts is I get nothing from him there's mm-hmm. nothing there he's not you know he has no like belief he has no yeah, nothing he, to him. He says, "I." Yeah. He
0: says, "I." We have no idea who he is or what he's like, and, and I'm not sure we're supposed to. But he's mm-hmm. an expert at pushing racist and sexist buttons, politics of emotion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and I, I actually thought it was interesting.
2: A thing that I I had read was that uh, Gore Vidal had, uh, was, he was kind of saying a lot of that based on his own beliefs. Like he, right? He they would just let him. Like, kind of say things from his own point of view, Be- and so a lot of that made it into the movie. I, I was like, oh, wow. That's really, yeah, like, I, I, you know, he had a really precise way of, of seeing this then. I don't know how much of, you know, his dialogue was, was improv and how much was scripted, but I, yeah, it, I, it was... I
0: read that too. That at least, the, for sure, like, his final uh, sort of summation of things near the end of the movie was just improv on his part and it's yeah it's great it's it's wild (laughs) because you know he's really good at this but and then you get this thing that that bugs Raplin is always wherever bob appears bugs Raplin is there you know trying to get this story but but he says things like you're gonna pay i'm gonna get you and and he means it as you know, I'm going to break this story. I'm going to get this story. I'm going to make you, you know, you're going to be held responsible for what you did, but this keeps recurring so that then when, uh, so Bob goes on to a, uh, Saturday night live kind of show cutting edge live. Cutting
2: edge live. Yes.
0: (laughs) Nicely done. Right. Uh, which John Cusack is hosting. Um, Uh, yeah and Bob
2: Balaban is kind of the Lorne Michaels like yes yes
0: and he hates uh, the the John Cusack character hates that Bob is there he can't stand Bob and there's a female uh like like I don't know stage director whatever she is of the show and and she hates him um but of course the network the the corporation that owns the network likes Bob so in the end because uh, Bob wants to do a new song two songs one that he said he would do and then a new one and they don't they're like no we this is a live show and we don't ever do songs that aren't approved ahead of time
1: mm-hmm. but
0: but then uh, then the network says you know the corporation says yeah let him do it uh, and so this woman that hates him you know is like uh no like the way she walks through the place when this is happening and she's like, disgusted and frustrated in the way she's walking i'm like i have done that exact walk i can't tell you how many times <laughs> the, the,
2: the the yeah, what, what she does here was so heroic to me was, yes yes i was like may all of us have a conviction this strong to stop <laughs> someone like this from give, being given you know free reign
0: yeah because she goes and talks to bob Balbin in the control room and he's like no no this is you know it's okay. The, this is what the, this, you know, the network wants, whatever. And so she's like, oh, heck no. So she, she walks out and she goes to the control panel and she pulls all the plugs out, all the, all the wires to shut everything down, you know, so he, so they go off air, basically. Um, Or, you know, the lights all go out and the sound goes off don't do,
2: uh, do, do you remember that character's name? I want to give this actress credit because honestly the <laughs> that did... that moment when she pulls the cord and she she has this real look and reaction of like I can't believe I'm doing this or I can't believe that I have to do this like i right I completely like sympathized and felt that emotion like i was I was totally with her one hundred percent of the way like i it was such yes. a like that whole sequence i I thought I I think the parts of this, you know, movie that I really enjoyed was anyone who would stand up to Bob Roberts. That was really <laughs> yes, you know, yes. and and it didn't even mean like Bob Roberts didn't always like it it wasn't even like he was that strong of a character to stand up to, but but they could tell the, you know, the insidious nature of him and everyone surrounding him, of what what they were trying to do and what they were trying to do to America. Like it was So, I mean, so all of these, you know, like the Bugs character, you know, the um, uh, Lynn Thigpen's character, and then this character, like each of them get this moment where they can, you know, actually stand up to him.
0: I think it was June Stein. Yeah, that's what I just came up with. That character Mm -hmm. was Carol. Yeah. Yes. Cutting edge assistant Carol. And thank
2: thank you, June Stein. <laughs>
0: yeah, she was she's great. Like I said, I totally got that emotion from her, that frustration of, oh, my gosh, he's doing this song that we said he couldn't do. And this is unacceptable. And I have to go, you know, talk to the producer and put a stop to this like just but she just has that. Where you're sort of stomping your way in there and just like, oh, I can't, oh! <laughs> like, oh, and my oh, favorite part is when familiar.
3: when she's freaking out and then uh, the the producer's like, "Are you on your period?" <laughs> and yes! She's oh just my like, gosh! Like, oh yes, I love it.
0: Just yeah, every the, light time, the fuse. Light the fuse. Every time that line, I just that's the point <laughs> in the movie where I just go, oh, like it's that's so just. funny. Oh, that's the worst. Like to actually, oh my gosh. <laughs>
4: so now I want to believe there's an alternate reality to where when Trump went on SNL back in 2016,
0: oh, that Kate McKinnon
4: that. took an yeah. axe to the electrical <laughs> areas <laughs> and just shut it down.
3: kind that reminded awesome? me of, um, was it Sinead O'Connor who yes. did that performance where she oh, she held up like a sign she ripped yeah. up she a, picture a, the picture the, oh, no, a picture of the pope picture of the pope and that was yes. not planned it and they, like, r- very, yeah she ripped oh yeah in she half. ripped it in half and they very yes. quickly had to cut away i mean but yes. it, it made it to air but it was like that wasn't supposed to happen and It right. yeah. wasn't allowed well, to be on like ever
2: yeah even right. even the the snl connection here isn't it cheryl that this bob roberts character came kind of from an snl sketch or something well
0: that's what i've read but then uh what joe were you the joe Elisa, whichever of you just posted it before we started recording and uh, it looked like it that actually happened like a month after the movie came out so i'm not sure the provenance of the character yeah i think
4: the situation might have been that he was on that tim robbins was on snl like before bob roberts came out Mm -hmm. had done that as a skit like the character and i guess then wrote the screenplay and then maybe they had him on a month after because the clip i found was from oh, october of 92 and the film came out in september it might that yeah it might year. have
3: been one that gotten cut or something so, yeah,
4: yeah they, that they, could be so because uh, the
0: 2017 article i read said that the you know the reporter on that the interviewer said that this thing existed but he wasn't able to find it online and doesn't know if it exists anywhere so that makes oh, sense maybe there was a separate one that was first so yeah which makes so sense, I, you I, know?
2: Yeah, I like that it, they, they managed to have an SNL-like show within the movie. It's, yeah. And it's kind of a character that came from SNL, kind of mock-referencing its, its origin.
4: <laughs> yes. We'll be right back with more It's On My List.
3: 105 minutes of Super Mario Brothers
2: in the can can't believe we did it Uh, what's next obviously Dunstan checks in oh you mean the 1996 ape film directed by Ken Quapis? that's right we're going to watch it one minute at a time and for each minute that we watch we're going to find a film that pairs nicely like a a wine with a fine dinner sounds great see you next week Dunstan checks men Dunstan checks men Dunstan Dunstan checks checks men. men
4: I'm actually shocked I never saw this back when it came out because that was around the time I started getting pretty heavily into following politics and yeah. I love every single person in this movie and right. it just was never one I picked up for some reason.
0: I think a lot of people didn't. I it just, you know, I think it was just because I was going to the movie so much and so loved the player that I was like, yeah, i've got to see this guy again and see what he's doing um well, and i remember when it when it came
5: out i remember not really fully understanding what it was about and i think that was mm. kind of the vibe Like you, you the commercials that, and at that end of the vimeo they were showing a lot of the promo commercials yeah yeah and it really doesn't explain what it is you're like is it is it a sketch? is it like just weird? yeah I, you know, I, I didn't get it and i'm sure that's yeah. why i didn't end up seeing it at the time but, but yeah i, I would imagine it and it was really popular when it came out i remember there was a huge buzz about it
0: but i don't but i don't think it was widely popular like i don't i, don't, I didn't look up how much it made but i don't think it mm-hmm. i mean they said it was only out for a month and it wasn't you know it wasn't a huge success it's just i think in certain circles, maybe it was popular, certainly in Hollywood, because of how many people, you know, had cameos in it. But right. uh, and then, yeah, for weirdos like me who would go see absolutely everything that came out. So <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, it only made four and a half million at the box office.
0: Oh, yeah, that's nice. Even even in 92, that's not good. Yeah. Well, and then uh, it
2: was they they released it, you know, in an election year. Uh,
3: like a month before the (laughs) maybe not a good idea (laughs) or two months before hey let's take a break from election news to go watch this movie about the election which is what we're doing right now i mean
0: but then it wasn't the election news wasn't quite as horrendous
2: (laughs) Uh, Uh, Well, and then even bob roberts is he's running for senate that's yeah right pennsylvania yeah yeah So he's not running for president, but I I could only imagine in the back of Tim Robbins' head, he's thinking, if this does well...
3: Oh, right,
0: right, right, right.
2: In four years, I'll come back and do a president, Bob (laughs) Roberts.
0: (laughs) Which he kind of has done now. I was going to say. Yes, with this podcast, which you can only... It's a a Patreon-based podcast, so you can only listen (laughs) to episode one for free, which I just did uh, two nights ago. Uh, It's called Bobo Supreme. (laughs) <laughs> and that's the character name in it. So they're not saying it's actually Bob Roberts. And in fact, it's much more based on Trump. It would be mm-hmm. if Bob lost his the brains that he had. Um, it's very, very Trump. Uh, but it is interesting to hear that kind of thing again of him playing, you know, a political character that, you know, has grown out of Bob Roberts, but is president and up for re-election so it's it's very current this time though um i don't know what you could possibly predict beyond this but uh (laughs) but so yeah that's like a five or six episode thing uh if you pay for it on patreon you can listen to all of it
2: uh just for my own curiosity i wanted to look up where did bob roberts fall on the uh, box office for the weekend it came out Mm-hmm. yeah uh because 4.5 million doesn't you know in in nowadays terms that doesn't sound like a lot at all but it could have been mm-hmm. a lot back then it was it it was number 27 <laughs> <laughs> the number one film released that that week was sneakers
0: oh which i also adored oh my gosh i love sneakers is that on our list i think i thought of that the other day and was like we should have sneakers on our list
2: the number two movie was oh, honeymoon in vegas <laughs>
0: All right. I remember that one. Oh, that was not a yeah. favorite. Not a and, favorite. And number Great three soundtrack. was un-
2: Unforgiven. That's the... I'll well, do okay. The top of course. Three. I love but, that yeah, one. just to give you an idea of what was yes. America watching at that time. Yeah, I
0: think Bob Roberts was like me and three other people went to see it, you know, and, and I probably was responsible for a lot of its box it office. It was only hall, at 306
2: cause. theaters across America. Wow.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it was South Coast. That's the only place I could go to see those tiny moves. Still is the tiny moves. You got to go to Hollywood or South Coast. Um... So uh so the big thing, really big thing in the movie happens when Bob is leaving Cutting Edge Life. Um Bugs Raplin is there again, of course, out there they're walking out of the studio after everything's been shut down by by Carol and um so they're walking through the lobby and it's a very interesting scene because you know, there's this. There's a crowd. Bugs is there. There's a woman there who is an ultra fan of Bob. Who like mm-hmm. ultra fan oh, of Bob. Yeah. And <laughs> she, she shows
2: up in other places with her yes. head through like a poster. Yes. Right. And
0: at one point, is even on his bus when they get on, and she's like, "You're looking at me, Bob, in the poster." Right. You're looking mm-hmm. at me, and they have to like take her off the bus. They're like, okay, she's crazy. Um, but you, you know, you see that one of his staffers grabs her like she's very close to bum and he grabs her and and just pushes her out of the area like you can't be here right now and and then immediately as he's doing that there are two gunshots and they and then you know they they Grab Bugs Raplin and throw him to the floor, and then they're all around Bob. And oh my gosh, he's been shot! He's been shot! Uh, and somebody's like calling the an like, there's no time. There's no time. So his crew, all of his campaign people, pick him up and rush him out through the lobby, outside, into one of their cars, and take him to the hospital. And the documentary crew catches up at the hospital as they're taking him out of the car. At which point, you see blood on his torso, but you didn't see any of that in the lobby. Um, and so it's this it's this. Qu- and of course, they say immediately that it was Bugs Raplin who was who shot at him. Mm-hmm. And and that's where well, we and, get David. Go ahead. And the
2: narrative also becomes that um, Alan Rickman's character uh, saved him or something. Right. Is that he he got in the way or something
0: because mm-hmm. they
2: use that to cover up for for his scandal that he's going through.
0: No, but but they do have they no, but but it's because Bob is shot that that's what they're using to cover up that whole yeah. thing. Oh yeah, because he's yeah because Alan Rickman's character has been brought in. He had previously been questioned by Congress in the Iran Contra affair, uh, and now he's being brought in again to uh, to be questioned about these failed this failed savings and loan that they got the loan from. And, you know, and everything that's gone on with the running drugs and is this true, whatever. So, um, so all of this pulls away. Bob's been shot. He's in the hospital. This all pulls away from all of that. Um, And So, and, you know, and, and people who, you know, the, some of the fans who were in the lobby are like, yeah, one guy's like, yeah, there were, I heard like seven or eight shots and I saw seven or eight Arabs and I grabbed the leader and I took him down. Like none of this happened. Of course, not a speck of it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, but yeah, that's when, when, um, there's a vigil outside the hospital, all these, all these people who just worship Bob are out there and, um. You Know and they and and they're told which this part I think is really interesting too that Bob has his own personal like at first you hear you see somebody from the hospital talking about it, but then later it's Bob's personal physician. And I was like, wow, they even predicted mm-hmm. a politician with their personal physician who would say whatever needed to be said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, this is frightening how psychically correct he got this. Um. Yeah, but yeah, so so eventually you know that's when they all go you know and they're like, oh, this guy, this bugs Rapplin is being moved from this precinct and that's when they all go as a mob to try to get him um, and he you see him in the police car just like, what is happening this you know because he's he says, I didn't do this I yeah and he, and that's where David Strathairn comes in as his attorney and he tells us he could not have done this because he's palsied and he can't, you know he can't they say that he shot him. His right hand. He had the gun. Yeah, the gun was found in his right hand, but he cannot hold anything in his right hand because of his palsy. He couldn't possibly have fired that gun, and it was placed in his hand in that lobby. So um, so that's the ongoing thing is will he be cleared for that? Uh, which, and, course, and
2: who shot Bob Roberts.
0: Yeah, who shot Bob Roberts, which mm-hmm. is, is – Because they – yeah,
2: they, they – uh, you know, the personal doctor announces that he's paralyzed – Right, And we don't see him for a while they yeah. they do a lot of other cutting back and forth of the story uh his they they play one of his music videos, which is so cornball, like, yeah well, gosh. and'
0: because they were releasing his album on election day, and then with all yeah. of this happening he's his face is splashed all over the front of every newspaper and magazine mm-hmm. because of this mm-hmm. this incident happening and then, yeah, then the album comes out while he's still in the hospital and he and his his ironically titled single "I Want to Live" goes to number one, and the album to number two on the charts. Yes, and they have. I I, I so love that video <laughs> for "I Want to Live." <laughs> it's uh, it's awful. It's, it's so yeah, terrible. it's marvelously awful. Yeah. It's very patriotic. Uh, <laughs> it's like a civil
2: war reenactment, but then. Revolutionary a, War, yeah, and there's a duel. Uh, but then it's it's like the guy tried to pull a trick on him and didn't. Like he had to, he didn't have yeah, a it's gun like, or something.
0: It's well, it's like Bob in uniform, and then like a hippie looking, yeah, you know, guy from from the Revolutionary he's War, but out very a definitely a hippie. Yeah, they they do their paces and they turn around and he holds up a feather and Bob's like, yeah, whatever. So then he's singing the song, but behind him you see this guy then pulls out. A rocket launcher.
2: Yeah, he like he, he pieces it together, kind of. Yeah, he like kind of clicks yes. it together. Yes, and then Puts, Bob, you see Bob turns the just bomb in, in time to get him.
0: Yeah, he just turns and shoots him. Uh-huh. Like, ha ha! I got you, hippie freak. Uh- the hippies <laughs> are the real enemies. That's what that means. Yeah, they are. Well, and he sings that in in one of the songs, which is like I don't know why it's like my favorite line in one of the songs, but they're singing about. uh I, it's an anti-drug one. And at any anyway, rate, they're singing all the different people who do drugs. And at one point, it's Dirty Hippie Freaks. And I just, I don't know, I love that line. But <laughs> Dirty Hippie Freaks. And, <laughs> the, the, one, the,
2: the songs, we, we, we mentioned kind of how the lyrics are so bad. The, the one that stuck out to me was the song where they they sing about, like, handouts. And I was like, what a horrible thing to put in a song. Like, right. What a Was that the one with the, word. with the
3: complain chorus? Because I love that song. Oh, yeah, yeah. they complain. I think it complain, opens complain, with that one, with... yeah.
0: Yes. Well, and then the one about uh, what did your teacher st- tell st- you st- in school today, teacher. my son, and yes, and and uh, yeah, that it's like, yeah, the... <laughs> What is this, the the? Because there was an outtake that had more of it, but in the movie, it was singing about that the teacher told them they can't, uh, that God doesn't belong in school or whatever. And what did your silly teacher tell you today? Yeah.
5: Wasn't <laughs> it more like stupid? Like stu- stupid. stupid? Teacher?
3: Stupid was which is also no, st- not a good lyric.
0: Stupid was in the outtakes <laughs> okay. part of okay. it. Okay. Silly, yeah. Silly is silly, in the movie. Yeah, yeah silly is in the movie. I re- that's yeah. I remember that song from. 92 and it's funny because a bunch of <laughs>
3: a bunch of the songs i mean if anybody has heard like obviously any bob dylan or any sort of 60s the thing he's trying to turn on its head if you if you right. take like two steps back from the song you can pick you can like literally point a finger to the song he's like copying and pasting yes. <laughs> which i think is what makes it so yes. good <laughs> uh.
0: yes uh um. and i
3: also love that the end credits were uh to a uh woody guthrie song yes <laughs> very famously political
0: you can't go wrong music. with woody guthrie or his son arlo and you do have uh, brickley paste at one point says he has 30 years in the senate and came in you know at the time of jfk's new frontier which he says turns out to be vietnam and we quote sort of fell off the edge uh which yep uh, <laughs> uh was the, oh yeah, and he had talked earlier about the the real people who run the country are the the Security Council, the U.S. Security Council, and Bob has an advantage because he's familiar with the was it the CIA I think, and and those are they're part of the the U.S. Security Council, and uh, uh, so throughout the movie you have these things going on nationally where, well internationally where you know the U.S. is looking at the use of military force against Saddam Hussein in Iraq, um, trying to get Iraq to leave Kuwait. And so as you're getting like newspapers, you're seeing like the front page of newspapers uh, showing, you know, the percentage in favor of Bob or, or paste. Uh, you also are seeing things showing the number of, you know, U.S. people polled in favor or against uh, uh military intervention in iraq and so it's interesting to watch as that increases you know people who are for it through the movie uh yeah so then you get uh (laughs) <laughs> you get you, uh, So Bob is out of the hospital, which people are really excited about his followers. Uh, and so then six months later, the documentary crew says that they that Bob wanted to see the footage of the shooting, and so they go to his palatial estate in Bryn Mawr, which is a mansion, and uh, and Bob is in a wheelchair at this point. And it's Christmas time, but they're like, oh, his his wife is there, and it was just the perfect wife. Uh, the probably we never ever wife. hear
3: from his wife too. Yeah, <laughs> she like yeah. doesn't She's have it. a single line. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well she she only she in this scene she reads the the Valentine oh, okay, that a little yeah. girl has sent him And, and, you know, which is just, oh, you know, will you be my Valentine even though it's Christmas, whatever. And it's like, oh, it's it's cute, you know. And then he's like, let's send her a letter back. And he says, dear Amy, (laughs) your kind Valentine has made this difficult transition a great deal easier. Be good in school and don't do crack. It's a ghetto drug. (laughs) And don't do
3: crack. (laughs) And and they're just like, oh, Amy, age seven. I'm like, yes. Write that to the (laughs) seven-year-old.
0: Well, and plus, there's a lot of this that keeps, because he makes a comment. About crack earlier in the movie too And it that comes back to Everything that We learned from watching 13th on a, For a previous episode Like that, that's all in there You know like oh crack's like cocaine's okay But crack's a ghetto drug you know uh, So it's, it's, it was Interesting to watch How much of that he kind of Subtly worked in uh, Well not so subtly Into the movie as well uh, that there was a lot of social commentary on top of political. Um, yeah, and it's at that point, Dolores is like the woman that's on his campaign. You know, she's reading one of the cards that says terrible things, and she's like, all right, I'm 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 done. And she just, she quits, basically, right there. Because she knows everything that's been going on throughout.
2: Well, yeah, and uh, Terry terry manchester tries to to get you know to get her to say something to that effect yes and he he's she she leaves in such a hurry like quits and leaves and he's like well wait, well wait why, why why are you quitting what why now what, what's going on you know and doesn't she say something like oh i want to focus on my family or something she just yeah like yes yeah, really... time
0: it's just time it was just time to move on to yeah. new things yeah <laughs> yeah and then um uh, and then they they do release Bugs Raplin and and um, his attorney you know is talking to the the press and saying that you know they they did show he couldn't have used his right hand because of the palsy and uh, and there no there were no powder burns on his clothing at all and the reporters say well why has he been in custody so long then and his attorney says well you tell me you know which is the sort of thing that we do now right oh well someone's in custody they're obviously guilty. You know, <laughs> before anything's been proven. Yeah, so Bob keeps, continues to paint Raplin as criminal, despite the fact that he was exonerated. Where have we heard that before? Or since, rather? Um, and uh, and so Bugs is talking about what's happening uh so I have a lengthy quote here, and I, I'm going to read it, okay? Uh, so he says, The reason Iran-Contra happened is because no one di- did anything substantial about Watergate. And the reason Watergate happened is because there were no consequences from the Bay of Pigs. They're all the same operatives. Didn't you notice the the foot soldiers in the Bay of Pigs, the plumbers that got busted at Watergate, the the gun runners in Iran Contra, all the same people, same faces. Now it doesn't take a genius to figure out the connection here, a secret government beyond the control of the people and accountable to no one. Uh, and the closer we are to discovering the connection, the more that Congress turns a blind eye to it. We can't talk about that in open session, they say. National security reasons. The truth lies dormant in their laps, and they stay blind by ch- out of choice. A conspiracy of silence. The uh,
4: deep state.
0: Right? <laughs> but, like, there's... The deep state is such a thing now that goes, like, it, it has become so much uh conspiracy theory but at the same time there are aspects of the government that aren't talked about so uh, i think once I, part of this goes too far but part of it is true but then we get really like my Favorite part, because uh, it's just a uh, moment. Because uh, there's this big ballroom performance where I Bob is in too. his wheelchair. <laughs> yes, where he's in his wheelchair on stage playing for this big gala event. Everybody's at their tables, and we're we're just you know we're moving through between the tables, whatever. And he's singing this song called "Godless Men," which which is uh, the lyrics: "This world turns its back on God. We must." F- uh, we must fight to protect him. This world turns its back on God. We must die to join him. Like what a radicalizing song this is. Uh, but we come around uh, back to the stage and we look at Bob and they they zoom in on his feet on the floor, you know, while he's in his wheelchair. And he just twice it, with the music taps his foot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, oh, I knew mm-hmm. it was all fake. <laughs> God, I remember the first time I saw it just being just, yeah, that moment. Oh, man. What a moment. <laughs> I,
2: I I think that that really plays into the the one of the final moments yeah. uh, where all the the fans are looking at uh, wherever he's Bob, Bob staying. Bob Roberts is staying. That's a scene, by the way. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh,
5: my gosh. Yes. They're all standing yeah. there.
0: Across the way. And they're just the standing there. Yeah, and they're like, and the one guy, the one who said he'd taken down all the Arabs who shot him, uh, is sitting there in a wheelchair, just, you know, being like Bob, wearing the revolutionary outfit, just, yeah, just staring. And they're like, yeah, that's the room. Uh, uh, three up, seven to the left, seven from the left. The curtain was open before, but it's closed now. And it's like, dude. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> like, well, and then this woo. is the scene where the... Some some uh, fan comes running and, and says like they got him you know right uh, mm-hmm. Bugs Raplin is dead
0: yes and yes and yeah
2: yeah the the way that we see the the kind of the light come on in Bob's room well and the
0: and the the crowd out there just yeah they go cheers yeah. they start celebrating yeah he's dead and uh, the but, yeah the light is on but you see you can see Bob in silhouette right
2: and standing.
0: Yes, he yeah, walks over he walks to the over light and, and turns, turns it off. off the light. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I'm like, oh, I, yeah. Oh and god, there's I that remember one that one
5: kid. That one kid just kind of smiles, like, like he knows. Did you?
0: Yeah, one smiles, and, and the guy who's sitting yeah. there in the wheelchair in the revolutionary thing just he just lights up and just starts going, Bob, mm-hmm. like he's screaming it because he's he has seen us. Which they have said earlier in the movie. His doctor said it would take a miracle for him mm-hmm. to walk again and so here bugs dies and oh look it's the miracle uh and like oh <laughs> such moments yeah. uh yeah but then on you get the radio newscast as the 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 filmmaker is is traveling through washington dc and on the newscast they're saying that bugs was killed by a member of arm of justice a radical right-wing group dedicated to quote undoing injustices in the criminal system and like he even got it right down to the extreme right-wing groups the radical groups that we're seeing now like how uh, oh and that he yelled uh he yelled the guy yelled to reporters he's one of many throughout this country and that his action is the beginning of a new era of justice in the united states like, man, could he have gotten this any more horribly correct? Uh, and then you and then, yeah, then the filmmaker goes to the the, the statue of Thomas Jefferson. Is that the Jefferson Memorial? Yes. I don't know. OK, mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. what's the name of that one? Seems right. Uh, and you 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 go around, you know, the ceiling to see the quote there which is i have sworn upon the altar of god eternal hostility against every form of tyranny over the mind of man and that's when you then see a newspaper that shows that now 60% of americans are in favor of war in iraq and that
2: now to 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 steal a phrase from joe that's when my stomach dropped <laughs> yes oh my god like what a what a way to end this movie Like, what? what a way to it. You know, this movie is like gives gives us all of these pieces and says, uh, "Okay, now you're in the real world. So uh, take this knowledge. Use it wisely. Yes, Uh, which we didn't. And I guess, yeah, not (laughs) enough people saw it. Uh, yep. Cheryl, I'll blame you personally
0: because you I was trying. I was trying. I've told people about this movie before. <laughs> you just couldn't find it. I can't have everyone over to watch the Laserdisc. It's a lot of people yeah, in the true. country. <laughs> Somebody call up Tim and get some
3: extra copies made.
0: <laughs> he did give my, my, my uh, Twitter reply a like when I said he was... T- posting about it for some reason somebody did and i posted about having had that poster up for 10 <laughs> nice. years and and that i had been thinking a lot about bob lately mm-hmm. <laughs> and he gave that a like i like yeah. i think that was when he may have replied to that one because he was like something is coming and that was the Bobo supreme thing oh, so cool. yeah um jack black i didn't even realize at first did background vocals for bob's band yeah oh. yeah which Joe is awesome earlier to me mm-hmm. He's and, in uh, this
5: a lot. He he's in the background so many times. Yeah, oh yeah. He's
0: always like he those three guys are always there, like them and bugs and the woman and and the guy that was in the wheelchair at the end there and Every place that Bob goes, they are there, even if they don't interact directly. Yeah. About a
5: quarter way into the film, I was like, you know, all cocky. I tell Joe, watch, Jack Black's going to be the guy that shoots this guy. Oh. <laughs> way <laughs> off. But I'm like, oh, yeah. Way off, yeah. Had, well, with the, <laughs> the Manson KVI.
2: tattoo or whatever.
4: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes,
0: yeah, sure, right. you could have, yes. I was waiting for it.
4: <laughs> See, I thought you Bye. were right, too, because I, in my mind, I thought he was going to discover that Bob was a fraud and... And just
2: lose
0: uh, it. Yeah. Yeah. That's a sequel,
2: sequel idea. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, but I was going to say they Bring never discover, they never see the fraud. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking uh, temporarily. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, no,
5: we all see it. We just can't do anything
0: about it. No, well, yeah. and we, don't, we don't all see it. That's even, the thing. Even there 66 are who don't plus see it. million
4: people didn't.
0: Right. So yeah, exactly.
2: even the ones close to close. I mean, talking back into the movie. <laughs> <Just> ignore reality <laughs> sorry, again. for a But even the, the Ray Wise and Alan Rickman characters, they are profiting off of the oh, damage yeah. that Bob is doing. They don't oh, care yeah. what it's going to do to America or what it's going to do to people. They right. just know this is money.
0: Yes. Yes, that's all they're about is is yeah profit. Well, and power,
2: money and power. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mitch McConnell. <clears throat>
0: <laughs> and I love that at the end of the credits, the last thing on screen is a just the big word vote, uh, which yeah. Um, <laughs> Then I, I just made some like additional notes of the, and one is in capital letters, I wrote, how did he do this? Like it's <laughs> so spot on for where we are today. It I wrote, it incensed me in 92. Now, OMG, livid. <laughs> and all it you have to do- yeah he, like, I mean, he was, yeah, he was. Like he was, he was, as Jack Black says in the movie, he was prophetic. Prophetic. Uh, <laughs>
4: <laughs> I honestly uh, kept uh, waiting for there to be a scene where Bob m- mocked Bugs for his palsy. That's God, the, like that's, the only yes, thing he didn't right. put in the movie. That's the you're only right.
0: thing. You're right. You're right. And today he absolutely would have. Yes. And that was the, like, I was like, well, all you have to do is change out the the music for TV and you have you have our current president right like he made his name not in music but in television it's and it's the, it's the exact story uh, except like you said bob is is very intelligent and knows what he's doing
2: i well uh, yeah intelligent is he certainly is like he knows how to say the right things
0: right i mean it's Lu- lucas hart is the one who's really mm-hmm. i think driving it but bob is also very good at he's very good at being bob yeah, you know, which he's got I the suppose conservative
2: line down. Yes. Like he, he actually comes from that kind of conservative background, unlike our current situation.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he has the the education and things to back it up to be, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, I, one of the... Th- one of the quotes, you know, in all the ads for this movie is Rolling Stone called it slashingly funny. And I just, I don't think you can say that about it anymore. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, in 92, it was slashingly funny. Just, you know, like I said, so extreme. Uh, That's like, well, yeah, I mean, this is pointing out the issues and it's telling us what we need to pay attention to, but it'll never get like that.
4: <laughs> well, It does bring up a good question. Like what, what do you call a film that was a satire when reality has gone far beyond it? Right. Like I, I can't call this a Pretty comedy, cool. even though there's some funny parts in it. Cause it just hurt every time. Yeah.
0: Something I mean, and it was, it was 28 years ago. Like, how did he do this? I still, I can't, I can't wrap my head around how he saw, and t- like, I mean, I would wager even he, as he wrote it, was like, oh, I'm going to take this to the extreme that you know it's not going to be like this, but
2: I, I, I'll in some po-
0: weird world, you know,
2: yeah, I'll point out the last time we had, if I can recall correctly, a situation like this on this show was when we talked about network. Uh, which was prophetic in its own weird Trumpian ways. Um, But it's, it is interesting when, when a movie can, can do this, where it comes back around in a way that, you know, you'd think, you know, Oh, if this was in a movie, it'd be ridiculous. You know?
0: Right. Right. (laughs) Yes. That's and and it surprises me though, that this movie hasn't had a resurgence really during this election cycle i I think it's like you said
2: it's hard to come by
0: yeah but you'd Mm -hmm. think somebody would have put it out but i guess even at that it's just it's not going to make enough money if you put it out on but i mean you could put it on amazon or something they must be able to do that right so uh yeah (laughs) looking for something to do right it's just it's i think it's a shame that they haven't gotten it out there and kind of pushed it to be like hey look what tim Robbins did." 28 years ago. Look at this.
2: Yeah, I took, you know, I, I'm looking here at what else, because I wondered what else Tim Robbins directed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he did a film called Dead Man Walking in 95.
0: Oh, yeah. that With uh, Susan Sarandon and, mm. uh, what's his name? You know uh, his Sean name. Sean Penn. Sean Penn. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, that was very popular. And then
2: in 99, he did a film called Cradle Will Rock.
0: Oh, I remember that.
2: Uh, which looks like it might be based Was on it? a true story or something
0: oh I'm thinking of a different one I think I Yeah, think.
2: and then I that after that it's kind of just TV uh, hmm. he, he's done a few TV episodes of different HBO or that kind of series so it's really you know what for such a like such a prophetic splash onto the scene of you know filmmaking yeah uh, and I, he's only I, yeah I wondered if he would he would try something again like that, but it doesn't really look like it.
0: Yeah, and that he's only written four movies. Yeah, that's uh, surprising, considering he seemed to be quite good at it, but uh, huh. I guess sometimes you just have one of these brilliant things in you, but again, nobody thought, I mean, at the time it got good reviews, obviously I loved it, but it It wasn't seen as brilliant then, you know? It was seen as really good, you know, the critics liked it, but nobody could have known how brilliant it was, (laughs) right? Again, I loved it. I adored it and saw it multiple times, would have seen it more if it was out longer and and bought it right away on Laserdisc. It was like, I I love this. I have to see this, you know, more. But yeah, I don't Uh, think, I, I didn't know anybody else who loved it
2: i'll tell you cheryl i'm glad that you you had this on your list so that we could watch it for this
0: <laughs> for uh, once I, i'm glad for once i listed a movie that you guys in some manner enjoyed anyway you know <laughs> i did after i watched it a few days ago i did send all of you a message to apologize for making you watch it right now because i realized oh wow i do want to I back done? up
4: Real quick though, when we say that he went from this to the next film he directed, just being Dead Man Walking, that is Oscar-winning film, Dead Man oh, Walking. oh yeah, oh yeah. No, that
0: was a that yeah that movie was very, very good and very well loved. Yeah.
4: Yeah, he was nominated for Best Director for that. So I mean, he went from a mockumentary wow. to going to the Academy Awards for his very next directed film.
0: Yeah, wasn't that one was about uh, Sean Penn was in jail on death row, yep. and wasn't Susan Sarandon trying to get him
4: Correct. Out she was a nun and, who was uh, not oh, trying to right. get him out, but just kind of like with him, his last moment, Uh
0: so. Yes, yes, yes. So, uh, yeah, so that very much played into some social issues and things, too. So, he, uh, you know, he's got a good brain. Uh, <laughs> he should, <laughs> should do more to <laughs> that would be could you imagine like bob roberts for real happening that'd be so weird except he's very strangely liberal, i can't so be all right yeah <laughs> You're right. what am i saying of
3: course. <laughs> full circle i
0: don't know i don't know what alternate universe i just moved into for a second but i don't want to stay I there yeah.
3: <laughs> so
4: i'm gonna call it four years from now 2024 oh let's do mike judge's idiocracy
1: Okay. Yes. (laughs) Yes. see how close
4: we are there, because
0: we're
3: kind Mm -hmm. of we're creeping closer every day.
0: (laughs) I'm laughing because I'm horrified. (laughs) What else can I do? God, I wish he could get the soundtrack for this. I would buy it in a heartbeat.
3: Well, do you know, you uh, know why he didn't release a soundtrack, right? Yes, I read, I
0: read why, because everybody would be using the songs yes. for nefarious purposes. Yeah. Well, yeah, he,
3: he <laughs> didn't there are some want people who are like, I love this song. It's like, that's not the part. Yeah. He, he didn't yeah, want is, it out
2: of context.
0: Yes. Right, right. Uh, and it would have been by now.
2: Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But think of the TikTok challenges, huh?
0: Oh my lord. Oh God. <laughs> well I do. I today I was like, man, I wish I I wish I could have like learned one of these songs on the ukulele and played it for you guys. That would have been awesome, but do I am nowhere near that skill level. So I'm about to
4: say you got plenty of time to practice.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs>
5: I'm Alisa Gonzalez,
2: and I can be found on Twitter at this Alisa. Uh, I'm Andrew Lindy, and you know Dunstan Checks Men ended, <laughs> uh, so I don't have to promote that anymore. But if you want to go listen to all of that, just go look for Dunstan Checks Men. That's another podcast I do. Uh, the podcast I really want to promote is nothing new—a remake podcast, uh, which is myself and Justin Keys on, and we talk about film remakes uh, every month. It's a—it's a great little uh, distraction. <laughs> from the world. Uh, so go check that out. Uh, BenVNetwork.com slash nothing new. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Podcaster Andrew.
3: I'm Bethany Brinton. I'm a uh, composer and musician. You can find me on all the social things at Bethany Brinton. Uh, And we are It's On My List. You can find us at It's On My List Pod on the social things. Uh, If you want to email us, we're at, no, excuse me. We're It's On My List Pod at Gmail. That's where the at goes. Uh, Tell us about your favorite mockumentary, Uh, We all know it's Spinal Tap, but just tell us anyway. (laughs) Um, Tell us about your favorite political movie, satire or not, and uh, just anything so that we don't have to think about the things that are currently happening right now. Please (laughs) distract me.
0: Seconded. Uh, I am Cheryl Jones. You can listen to five years of movies made me uh, everywhere you listen to podcasts, including Amazon Music. Uh, You can follow me personally at SpeedwayCJ on all the social media. And uh, for the billionth time, I'm going to say it coming soon at MyCore4Pod. It's just everything is so overwhelming right now.
3: (laughs) You know what, Cheryl? A lot of movies have been delayed, so your podcast is just kind of like waiting in the ranks with them.
4: (laughs) And I'm Joe Myers. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at that Joe Myers. I did finish uh, one picture per day for my cartoon horror movie mashup. So if you go on my Instagram or Twitter, you'll find it. Especially go to Day30 and look for it's, my birds mashup. The birders, and touch the it birds. is
0: amazing. Thank it's you so, so much. Great.
4: It's the only thing I've ever done artistically that I'm super proud of. So if that tells <laughs> I, you
0: anything. I even had to think, did he like copy and paste some of these? But like they're so, you did such a great job Very drawing I, everything. Oh,
4: do use reference material, but, th- it, yeah, that, but I drew all of that.
0: Yeah, it's amazing.
4: <laughs> uh, so I also co-host a horror podcast called the podcast macabre you can find us at podcast find all our social media presence uh as this episode drops you'll have a friday the 13th special and i believe uh if you are familiar with letterbox and review films there there's a challenge called hooptober that someone does every year uh, from the 15th of september through october and it's a horror movie challenge we're going to be doing a wrap up on that because all three of us participated and uh i cleared 100 horror movies from the 15th of september and
1: through
4: halloween evening and uh, i'm kind of good for right now you guys but (laughs) we'll talk (laughs) about the ones that we watch for the first time that we really love and this has been it's in my ballot box i mean (laughs) it's on my list (laughs)